Your team needs to know that you are the leader that they can trust. They don't care that you know every answer, but they need to know that they can trust you. They need to know that you have their back. everyone to so go whoa whoa I know it has been a while and I apologize for that there's a couple of reasons for it one I've been extremely busy in a new position started as a general manager for a retail business that sells all sorts of products from hardware to bulk fuel to even a grocery store so it's been keeping me on my toes it's been awesome but it's also another form of the blue-collar life and another transition after years of leading in different areas. I moved to a different province in Canada, a little further east in Saskatchewan now. We have a nice home here. Things are going well, they're challenging, but I'm definitely loving the challenge. I apologize for being away for so long. I've been trying to keep up with any new fresh comments that have been coming in, and I appreciate all of you for continuing to comment on our videos, uh, even though we haven't been posting any for quite some time now but hopefully that is gonna change and go back to normal or post at least once a week. I'm just so happy to be back, happy to have all of you here with me and happy that you guys continue to watch our videos. What I wanted to talk to you about in this video is something that I've been going through for the last almost six months now. And there was a prior leader to me in this position that had came in for a short amount of time, stirred things up and left. Then vacancy opened up to which I got the position. There's some things that happen when you come in, when you're dropped in from outside as a leader, when you take over a managerial position. That could be from any managerial position. It could be from a grocery manager, to a meat manager, to a um, sales manager, to an equipment manager, to a parts manager. This video is more regarding what happens when you come from outside the organization and five steps to help you ease the transition for not only yourself, but for the people working with you and under you. Number one, don't go too fast. This is one of the hardest things for a new boss, for a new leader, for a new supervisor to, to really grasp when they come into a position. Now, sometimes the jobs don't last long enough, say in different, um, different areas of blue collar world, you're maybe only on a site for a month or maybe for two months or maybe for six months. You can't spend a whole bunch of time sometimes doing this. Now in my situation, I've been very fortunate to be able to spend more time to do this. So I'm just gonna say this isn't, there isn't a standard set time to do this. It is more of a advice on what you could do when you first drop in from the outside of an organization. Don't go too fast. You're new there, but everyone else isn't. They've been through, they've been working on this site, they've been working in this store, they've been working in this restaurant, they've been working in this factory for could be 25, 30 years. Some of them maybe only a year, some of them maybe only six months. The point is though, almost all of them will have been there longer than you. So don't go too fast. Don't try to change things too quickly. Allow them a little bit of time 
whether that's even a couple of days, but just allow them a little bit of time to understand you and to feel comfortable with you before you start hacking and slashing and changing and upsetting things that they have been may have been doing for 20 some years. Now, I'm not saying that things don't need to change sometimes. What I'm saying is you have to take it easy with your new personnel, with your new staff, with your new crew. You have to give them time to adapt to you. You know and you in your mind, you understand what you want them to do. But they may have never had a leader like you before and they've never maybe heard of some of your ideas or thought of your ideas that way. So it's gonna be hard for them to move quickly on some of these things. So if you just give them as much time as possible, I guarantee you they'll be way more understanding and they'll back you much sooner if you just allow them to be, to absorb you, to, to just be around you, to feel your presence without making rash decisions right away. Number two, give everyone a chance. Do not, and I repeat, do not take other people's opinions as gospel. Now, absolutely listen to other people's opinions. But what I mean is they may have had an issue with that person or with that customer or with that client. But if you go in with a fresh start with no predispositioned anger or anxiety or any of those types of things, you'll have a much better chance, a much easier time smoothing and soothing problems that could have been there for years. And all it takes is someone like you to now come in and look at it a little bit differently, a little more openly, forgive those people. Well, you don't even have to forgive them because you don't know them. You're just giving them a free chance to impress you. Don't go in with someone else's opinion. Listen to their opinion, but give everyone a fair chance. Let them burn their own bridges. Lots of times they won't burn those bridges because they're going to be so damn happy that you actually gave them a chance. They've been used to working with these people for years or they've been used to dealing with these people for years and it's always been this way. And now you come in and you give them a fresh start and they're going to do whatever it takes to keep that going because they finally get a fresh start. They don't have to deal with 20 years or 20 months or anything of past and gripes with someone else's cousin's brother's sister's roommate. Give them a fresh chance. Number three. Now this one again can be time limited depending on the length of the job. But give yourself time to assess your staff, your crew, your team's strengths and weaknesses. You can't, there is no way, I don't care who you are, come in on the first day and know what people are like to work with. It's impossible. You need to get to know these people. You need to understand these people. You need to start to feel your way into how they think, how they feel comfortable, how they feel towards certain types of management. Some people are just terrified of managers, so they lock right up as soon as you ask them something. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just their personality. So going in like a bull in a china shop is not gonna help that situation. You will lock that person up to the point where they may even quit, and they could be one of the most valuable members you have. Don't do it. Take time, take as much time as you possibly can. Even if it takes an extra day or a week or a month, two months, three months, six months 
take the time to assess your team. Once you feel comfortable in speaking to certain members on your new team, now you can start to assess where they fit. Sometimes all it takes is just putting that person in a different position or adjusting something that they've been doing for a while. You point out how if they just adjusted it this way, it would not only be easier for them, but it would be more efficient. Most people, if they can find an easier way to do something and a more efficient way to do something, they're gonna do it. But don't go in guns blazing, give them a chance, watch them. Just let them show you what they know how to do. Lots of times you'll learn from them as well. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. No one knows everything. So be willing to learn. I've said this numerous times. Doesn't matter what your position. Learn from your new staff, from your new team, from your new crew. Learn from them. Let them teach you what they feel comfortable with. And that way, when you do ask something of them later on, they realize and they understand that you have actually listened to them and given them respect as a human being. And you've helped them to grow even in a short amount of time that you've been there. You've helped them actually get out of their comfort zone a little bit by putting maybe more on them or challenging them in a different way. And they will respect you for that. Number four, and this one's gonna be a tough one for a lot of people. A lot of people that I've worked with seem to think that the manager makes all the decisions. Let your team make some decisions. You don't need to micromanage your team. If you are micromanaging your team, you don't have the right team or you aren't in the right position. Chances are you might have one or two people maybe not in the right position, but you also are probably not in the right position if you have to micromanage everyone. If you have to feel that if I don't get anything done, if I don't do it myself, nothing gets done, then you don't know how to lead people to get things done. Let them show you that they're capable of doing things without your express decision and approval. Why do you want all of the stress and pressure on you anyways? That's what a team is for. You want your team to be able to come to you with the really tough stuff and say either, look, we got this and we don't know what to do in this situation. This is what we've come to. We've all tried these different things and we can't figure out a solution. Now you can sit with them and help them figure out a solution. You think, well, what if something terrible happens? Yes, I mean, none of us, especially myself, none of us want to see anyone get hurt or you know maimed or never come to work again. I'm not talking about that if it's a safety issue. But I mean, decisions that possibly a manager would make in some cases, but if you're trying to train your people to expand their knowledge and expand their comfort zone and, and grow as people and as staff, then you want them to start learning to make some decisions too. In fact, when you go on holidays, you wanna be sure that your team is capable of making all those decisions while you're away. Do you wanna be on the phone the entire time you're on holidays, walking them through? I don't. To me, I've not done my job. I've not done my job if I cannot trust my team. So that is a very important aspect, is let them make decisions. Let them show you that they're capable of making decisions and understand what they've been doing. They've been doing it for years, a lot of them. So why wouldn't you use that knowledge? Why wouldn't you use that expertise? Why wouldn't you use that experience? 
You don't know everything. I don't know everything. So let them show you. I can make these decisions and I can actually benefit you if you just allow me to. People are so proud to show what they can do. Let them. And number five, and this one is tough for everybody, including myself, be slow to anger. You have to realize people are people. They think about themselves for the most part. We all do. Yes, we try to think of others, but our stresses, our, you know, our bank account is low, our bills are high, our, the price of gas is through the roof. We're, we're, we don't know how we're going to make it through this next month. Believe me when I tell you, everyone has those problems. Everyone has those issues. It doesn't matter where you, where they sit. I, you know, of course, a young, a young person that's working for me while I'm the general manager and they're a student, they think, oh, he's got it made. But they don't understand the pressure that I'm under to keep that store making money, to keep everyone on that staff to continue to have jobs. That's a big responsibility, but it's not their fault either. So be slow to anger. Don't let little things make you pop. For example, you come in, you see things and you're like, why would you be doing it that way? But if you ask them, just simply ask them, why are you doing it that way? You don't have to do it in a condescending way. You can just simply honestly say, I am honestly curious to see why you're doing it that way because I've never done it this way. So walk me through your thought process. Guaranteed, if, if they don't change your mind, you're gonna at least understand their thought process and you're gonna at least value the way they think so that next time when they do something, you can, in your head, you can be, oh yeah, okay. That makes more sense because this is how generally I see their thought process. I will actually add a little bonus to this, a number, a number six. Don't talk shit about people. If you have anything to say to someone, say it to their face. Take them aside, say it calmly to their face. Make sure they're not in front of a group of people. There's no reason, no, I don't care who you are. If you think belittling someone in front of a group of people is the way to lead people, you are a terrible leader. And I will stand by my word. You are a terrible leader if you think condescending and belittling people is the way to get them motivated. The only thing you're gonna do is motivate them to screw you. I would do that. If someone was gonna belittle me in front of everybody all the time, I would go out of my way to screw them. I would make sure that they looked bad in every possible situation I could help. Be the person that they can trust. If you have an issue with your staff, with your team, with your crew, take them aside. Let them know what's bothering you. Ask them what's bothering them. You don't have to be a counselor, but sometimes just listening to them and understanding that they have frustrations and they're scared, you, it goes a long ways. It goes a really long ways. And it really helps build rapport with your crew and your team and your staff. They need to look at you as someone they can trust to make the, the hard calls. Right, wrong, or otherwise, when the things get tough, they want to look at you and say, what do we do? They will try their best to prevent you from failing if you have their back. That's what a good leader does. What I'm saying is treat your team well and they will treat you the same. There will maybe always be someone on the team that wants to go their own way and that's okay. There's places for people like that as well. 
And you can use those people in many situations, even though they're hard to get along with in many situations. Sometimes they can become very valuable members of your team. And sometimes you have to let them go. And it's just because they're not a fit with your team, with your style. It's not because they're a lesser human being or they're, you know, you don't have to tell them that they're no good or they're, they just don't fit with your vision. That's all. That's all it is. They don't fit with your vision. I apologize again for being away for so long. Um, I'm happy to be back, very happy to be back with Sogo Wowo. There's a few things planned and I'm hoping that over this course of 2023 and forward that we're going to grow together as a community, as a channel and get to really know you guys out there. I've been loving your guys' comments and I appreciate all the feedback that you guys have been giving me. You all are always watching and checking and even filling in uh, areas of information that I need and I appreciate that. Um, if I miss anything, by all means, put it in the comments. Let me know. If there's a topic that you'd love to see me talk about, let me know that in the comments too. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back with you guys. Let's get 2023 rolling. See you next time.